Many times you, when you're little, you think about, you know, what you're going to do when you grow up and all the things that you, like all your dreams and all your goals. And many times um, we go off of like, oh, what's going to make me more money, right? However, I think for me, I always picked up like what's going to make me happy. What's going to motivate me when I wake up? What's going to like push me to like wake up and say like, I'm ready to do this. And I think, yes, I am living the life of my dreams. I am also living the life that my parents dreamt for me and the life that they worked so hard to give me. And so that alone just makes me so proud and um, happy to, to do what I'm doing right now. That was the amazing Spignon, and this is the Wilson Mambelo Podcast. I hope you enjoy. Welcome, guys, and welcome to the JAE Production Podcast. Today, we will interview Miss Pignon because we want to know her story and why she wanted to come to the U.S. and how she came to the U.S. Miss Pignon is an amazing teacher, the type of person we will never forget. Welcome, Miss Pignon. How, how was your Friday? It was a really good Friday. We had a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a really good week. And the weather is beautiful, so we're ready for the weekend. Um, going on for the first question, what motivates you to teach at Maglone? Um, I think definitely my students and their families. I think um, over the years I've been able to build relationships with all of my, my families and all the students that I've worked with. And for example, this year, I've been working with brothers and sisters of my former students. And so that's really awesome to see and parents come back and have the, you know, the, the trust to, to ask me questions, to ask me for help if they need help, to ask for advice if they need um, advice and just have like a, you know, a genuine relationship with them. So definitely my, the, um, the, the relationships I built over the years and the community. Um, okay. If you could pick a new golden rule, what would it be? I think right now the golden rule that I would pick is just uh, be kind to one another. I think if we would all be kind, things would be very, very different. But definitely be kind, respect one another, and respect each other's differences and embrace them. Mm. Going on for the third question. Are you living the life of your dreams? Yes. I, um, it's when, you know, many times you, when you're little, you think about, you know, what you're going to do when you grow up and all the things that you, like all your dreams and all your goals. And many times, um, we go off of like, oh, what's going to make me more money, right? However, I think for me, I always picked up like, what's going to make me happy? What's going to motivate me when I wake up? What's going to like push me to like wake up and say like, I'm ready to do this. And I think, yes, I am living the life of my dreams. I am also living the life that my parents dreamt for me and the life that they worked so hard to give me. And so that alone just makes me so proud and um, happy to, to do what I'm doing right now. Mm, what motivates you to do what you do? I think, like I said, my students. I think having every day, it's, 
I don't know how to explain it. The feeling that you get when a student learns something new from you, when they teach you something new, because I learn from my students all the time, um, when they want to share something with you and they share a story with you. And um, yeah, the, the relationships that I built with them motivates me to do what I'm doing right now and knowing that I can make a difference in the community that I'm working in and the school that I'm working in and the life of my students and hopefully in many many years they can look back and say like hey I remember Miss Pignon and she motivated me motivated me to do this and hopefully I can see you guys as um, you guys make your dreams come true as well who is your idol um I think my mom one of the things that I would say she she's worked so hard to give me the life that I've that I have right now. And I remember like every time that I was going through any hardships or like challenges or any time that I wanted to give up, right? Um, she was like a chileganas mija, like you got this. And so I think for her, like to be where she's at and know that she did it um, without any help. I think that's been, yeah, she's my biggest idol. Um, what was your dream job when you were little? Um, I've always wanted to teach. So it's actually really funny because um, when I was in middle school, I, I, I was living at these apartments on, off of Six and Sheridan in the west side. And um, I remember gathering all the little kids from the apartments. And I would, so when I was in middle school, I actually went into the teacher's lounge and I printed a bunch of like copies for kids to do math copies. And I was just making copies and then I got caught. So they called my mom and they told her that I shouldn't be in the copy room because I was only for teachers. But what I was trying to do is print out copies for, for my kids, for, for the kids, um, in the apartment. So I think that since I was little, I've always dreamt of being a teacher. Um, and here I am. So it's been great. <laughs> Who is school in the U.S. different from school in Mexico? It's it's very different. So again, I'm talking about maybe 20 years ago, right? Um, well, not so, uh, 15 years ago. I went to school in Mexico until the age of 10. So growing up in Mexico and the school that I actually went to, um, and then moving to the U.S. and going to school in the U.S. was very different. I had never used a computer. I didn't know how to turn on a computer. I didn't know how to type. I didn't know how to access different resources. Um, in Mexico, my mom actually bought me an encyclopedia. And she had to do monthly payments in order for me to find information there and you know finish my school assignments or whatever that may be so in mexico like for example the school that i went to didn't have air conditioning they didn't have heating systems um, we all had individual desks and we all worked individually um, chalkboards and um, we had to carry all of our books every day and we had a book for every subject and then coming to the u.s it was like oh like you need to go to google and i remember going to the library and asking what is Google? You know, and they just looked at me and I was like, um, I'm being serious. Like I need, what is Google? So they had to teach me that Google was where you go and find information and stuff like that. So it was definitely like very different coming here. What motivated your family to come to the U.S.? Um, I think most 
than anything was like to have a better life and to make sure my parents always said and always wanted us to have a better life than they did. They didn't want us to to struggle the way that they did. Um, my mom dreamt of being a teacher. That was her dream her entire life. Um, and she didn't have the opportunity because it was hard. They had nine brothers and sisters and <laughs> nine brothers and sisters and they didn't have enough uh, money to, to go to school. So my mom had to get, um, leave school when she was in sixth grade. My dad left school when he was in fourth grade. So um, they had to work and that was the only option they had. So coming to the U.S., it was, you know, giving us a better education, a better life. And they wanted us to grow up and do what we wanted, you know, do what made us happy and do it so comfortably. Um, so, yeah. Yes. And um, yes, I do identify as Mexican-American. I want, I've always, you know, I've had this conversation with friends and um Many times they said, well, you were born in the U.S. because I was born here, but then I was taken to Mexico when I was a baby. And so many times they ask, like, but you're not Mexican. You were born here. And my response to that is I grew up in Mexico and my culture is Mexican. And all I ever knew for the longest time in my life was the Mexican tradition. And um, even now. I go home and I'm listening to Mexican music, you know, and musica en español and not necessarily Mexican, but I listen to, oh, okay. Um, I listen to, to, to a lot of, um, to music in Spanish. And so I read in Spanish, like everything that I do has some sort of connection to my life as a Latina. And so um, what does that mean to you? That means that I still have my roots. That means that I am still, um, that I'm still, you know, connected to my family and to my family who still lives in Mexico. Um, and just, I'm proud of who I am and where I came from. And hopefully one day I can pass that on to my kids. What do you like, what do you like doing when you're stressed? I love working out. I, um, I do a lot of weightlifting. So like really heavy, like weightlifting. And it may not be that heavy because I'm not that tall or, <laughs> but um, I do try to go like very heavy and I do like the weightlifting and just taking off that stress off my back um, and just doing me for one hour out of the day. I think that's what I do like when I, when I'm stressed. What's your favorite hobby and why? Um, so I have, I think I have three hobbies. The first one would be working out. The second one would be reading. Um, I'm actually rereading one of uh, my favorite books, El Alquimista, by a Brazilian author. His name is Paulo Coelho, and I love it. And my third one would be like singing and listening to music. I'm not the best singer, but um, I love music and dancing and just, um, yeah, enjoying mm. time with it. What do you wish you could relive in your lifetime? Oh man, this is a tough one. Um, how personal can I get? <laughs> um, I think um, I do. When I was 17, I lost my best friend in a car accident. Um, and so that was really hard. And so I think many times, like you think you have this whole life 
with someone and you don't really know when it's the last time that you're going to be with that person. Um, so I think um, like reliving the moments that I had and just like making the best out of them and just enjoying them to the max, I think that would be, yeah, like spending time with my best friend. What's the best phrase of your life? I think now. I think right now. I think right now I'm living the best phase of my life. I think I'm doing what I love. I have the people that I love and care next to me. I um, have the best students, and I don't just say this, the best students. I, I'm doing what I like doing. I like work, working out and doing things for myself and reading and just taking time to do me and like take care of myself. And I think right now I'm at a point in my life where I feel comfortable and happy and confident. And I know that I can do things. And my parents are now at ease and they feel good knowing where I'm at. And that makes me happy because that's what they wanted. And now it's my turn to help them and hopefully like make their dreams come true as well and help them in that sense. So right now. Mm, if you had three wishes, what would they be? Whew. You guys are good. <laughs> um, oh man. I wish I had so many wishes. <laughs> I think this is a really tough one. <laughs> um, the first one would be for, I think, every kid to have access to an equitable education. The second one would be to, I don't know, if I could like open people's minds about different issues and just let them see like both sides of the, of the coin, if that makes sense, and just have them like understand and accept others the way they are and the way they think. Um, and a third one would be, <sighs> I did that too hard, right? That is really hard. There are so many things that I wish I could do. Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Let me think about it. Let me get back to you. Cause I think there's so many things that I wish I could do, but yeah. So interesting that one of your wishes are about money or yourself, but helping the world. You could teach all the kids in the world. Would you be happy or you would be like, meh? If I could be their teacher, like yeah. for everybody. Oh, man. I think I have so many things to learn as a teacher. I think every day I'm growing and I think every day I'm trying to be a better teacher. And I think... If I could teach every kid in the world, I would love that because I would learn so much from them. And knowing that I'm helping them learn, that would make me really, really happy. Uh, but I think I also need the help of other great teachers around me who would be more than qualified. And um, I would love for them to work with me and do that. But yeah, definitely. I love teaching. The, I think, first of all, my parents, their effort, their sacrifices. I think looking back, and I, I don't think I thought about this when I was young, but like even coming home 
and let's say that we had we bought a pizza right and i'm just gonna put this as an example because i remember um and like there's one last slice and me wanting it but my parents also like not being able to maybe like they didn't get to eat pizza that day and them saying like you keep it i think like little things like that where you start realizing that they give up so much for you and they've given up so much for me and i think i'm so grateful for everything they do and right now my dad is 60 61 and he's still working and he's still like you know making sure that i'm okay every day every day he wakes up and he looks at the four tires in my car make sure that they have airs and they're good to go. So I'm ready to go to work. I think those little things, it's like what I'm mostly grateful for. And my students, the love they give me, the knowledge they give me, like just the experiences and everything and my coworkers. And um, yeah, there's a lot of things that I'm grateful for, especially at this time of my life. Thank you so much, Ms. Pignon, for sharing your story with us today. You're an important person in our lives, in our, in our community. Thank you for having me, guys. You're amazing. Just know that. <laughs>